of an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. The God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, Crucify Him! Crucify Him! And it totally backfired when Jesus said, Forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that His victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the blessed to teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Hey, here we are on brand new equipment in the new studio. Uh, we got the, uh, the more powerful computer since uh, the laptop was overheating and fan was blown right in my microphone. So I'm real excited about being on the brand new equipment. I think that might be Monica. Uh, I think uh, on, the, hey, hello, Monica. We'd love, love to have you backstage. I see uh, Annette from Sweden all the way back there as well. We got, I know Di from England uh, is here. Uh, so it's just exciting to have everyone here. Um, to worship and and get into the word today so uh, I know Gus is actually moving an animal a new animal can't tell you who it is what it is um, for the Ark of Grace Ministries and so he has literally got a new animal in his truck and he is uh, traveling up from, I think from somewhere in uh, can't remember what state it was it was a different state all the way up to New York so um, so I'll be I'll be teaching solo today um, the, you can tell the new equipment, the, the, the camera's a little closer, We're, we'll, we'll adjust this as we go, but um, we are, this, uh, this new computer has very good sound, it might be a little loud for you, so you have to let me know and give me feedback. I see Shuri coming on and, and Jeremiah coming on, I love it. And so we're going to use some of the same songs we sang over the last couple of Word and Worships and Praise and Prayers just because that's the sound I'm testing. And then we're going to replicate, once we get the sound perfect, to all 37 songs plus, plus there's more coming. So um, 
excuse a little bit of the reputation here over this week because um, we're we're playing with uh, getting this perfect for everybody. It's going to be exciting, and we're going to dig into chapter 12, 11 of, of uh, Hebrews. We taught a little bit of it on, on Thursday, the first half of it. We're going to get into the second half in more detail today. Again, it's by faith, the faith chapter. They often call it chapter 11 of Hebrews. In chapter 12, it gets into one of the memory verses about uh, uh, the first verse of chapter 12. It's exciting too. So we'll probably end there uh, today. So with that, I'm just going to lift this up. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for the privilege of digging into your word. Thank you for Hebrews showing us the beautiful New Testament versus the Old Testament. Wow, it's just amazing. Um, The promise you give us, the new um, where Jesus is within us and we get to go to the through right to you to the holy of holies and come to you through jesus thank you for that beautiful beautiful truth and uh, lord we just worship you we pray for your presence to come on us as as we just uh, worship you today as we celebrate your word of god and we celebrate this beautiful music in your name um pretty cool stuff it's a huge privilege to do this guys to be able to come to you and dig into the word of god <laughs> and then also uh just worship him. So uh, I think that's what we're going to do. I'm going to jump into some songs right now. I was going to start with teaching, but uh, uh, it's got the presence of God on me too much right now. So we're going to, this is the very first song we did um, to music and again, hooking the scripture to it. So it's called Mighty to Save. This is another one that we have all the sound settings um, set. And so we'll be able to see what we need to adjust before we replicate it to all the other songs. So let's dig into this. First thing we always do is hook it right into scripture. And so we have people that can read here. So uh, if you don't mind, uh, um, would you mind, Annette, doing the first one here? This is, my God, it's mighty to save. Yes, I will do that. And I have to change to the pin right there. Yes. All right. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My God is mighty to save. The Lord your God is in your midst. A mighty one who will save. Zephania 317a. He rose and conquered the grave. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. And he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to see us, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive. Yes. Corinthians he proved he, he proved he conquered the grave to 500 people. Yeah, shine your light and let the whole world see. You are the light of the world. Sit step on a hill, not be hidden. Let your light shine before others. Matthew 5 All right. That's awesome. So again, we're going to shine our light before the whole world. I'm not going to let in. Why? Because he conquered the grave. Raven showed it to not only Cephas and the, the Peter, but also the twelve and the five hundred. Why do we worship him? Because he's in my sake. No one needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. I'll save you. The hope 
did that. Uh, it was the very first song we ever did, uh, and you can tell it. We don't. There's a lot more video that switches all the time now. We've kind of taken it to the next level. <laughs> this is one of those songs. This was like uh, right in the middle of our 15th song. This talks about. Uh, this talks about nothing else. This is just like a deep worship song. I love this just to kind of bring that presence of God right before we get into the faith chapter on uh, Hebrews chapter 11. It says, I just want you, nothing else, nothing else will do. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. In 1 John 4, 18 to 19. And Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Matthew 6, 24, that's what we want to do, is just follow him. This song talks about, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Just remember when Martha did that, or woman with the tears, and the, but also we see in Deuteronomy 33, say, and his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. And Deuteronomy 33, and then you got Philippians 3, 3, it says, rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. And then it just talks about Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. Right? And it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23, right? But this beautiful Deuteronomy 6, 5 verse says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. So let's do that now. Let's just worship with everything we have and understand that. What's the most important thing? Well, there's really nothing else besides Jesus. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this whole moment. I never want to leave. I'm caught up in this 
celebrating is just that faith that we can have that brings us closer to the throne of God. And that's what uh, this teaching on the word, we're going to get into Hebrews right now. We're going to continue our series when I'm not teaching with Gus. Gus and I are teaching on the book of John. We dig into different books. We did we did uh, Daniel, then we did Revelation. Now we're doing Hebrews. Probably get into a lot of teaching on deliverance and discernment uh, going forward. But let's dig into this right here. And this is chapter 11. We talked quite a bit on this um, on Thursday night. And so we read through the first uh, 20 or so verses of this 40 verse uh, chapter. Again, Hebrews chapter 11, it's, the, it's faith. But just for those of you who missed that, we'll just read through the first part real quick and then we'll dig into the last part of this, right? We'll play some songs in between to keep the flow going. So now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, right? If you have faith in something that you know and can see, that's not nearly as strong as a faith that you know something's coming, right? And, you, and, and you're not sure it's there, but you, but you, but you, you now become sure. That's assurance, conviction of things that you can't see. You know you're going to heaven. You know you have that relationship with Christ. Provide if people of old receive their, com- their commendation. My, by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. You know, he said, boom, there, let, let there be light. And boom, things that he created out of nothing. Right? So unlike the Big Bang Theory where there was already stuff there, no, there was nothing there. By definition, the first cause, the first cause had to always exist. That's the eternal definition of a before and after, right? The, in the beginning and the end, the, that, that is, that is the, the definition. He created things out of nothing. And that's how powerful his words are. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commending him by accepting his gifts and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death and he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. This is another memory verses 11, 6. I love this. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So just think of that. That's one of my favorite memory verses right there. Why? Because it shows that if you don't have faith, it's impossible to please God. If you want to please God, be faithful, right? And then also understand that he does exist and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteous that comes by faith. And that's why we have that song, that Curtis Grimes worship song that is called um, Noah Built a Boat. <laughs> Very fun song that we have a video on his singing to that. Verse 8 gets into, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place that he was to receive as inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he went to live in the land of promise as a foreign land living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered himself, since she considered him faithful who had promised. We dug into a lot of these verses 
in more detail um, on Thursday night if you want to go look at last night's uh, show. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. I think that's not only talking about his descendants, physical descendants, I think it's his spiritual descendants too, which are me and you have accepted Christ. Uh, verse 13 gets in, These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland if they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is a heavenly one. We dug into that, that it's, 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 it's not this heavenly temple that you kind of build in, on, on earth. It's, it's actually one that's not built by human hands. It's the heavenly temple of God, right, that we really look forward to. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared for them a city. And that's that city that's not made with any human hand. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, through Isaac shall be your offspring be named. Just imagine how hard that was for Abraham. And that's why I was telling everybody, go watch that show on Angel Studios called His Only Son. And it parallels to the what God had to go through to give up Jesus, right? And uh, the pain he felt um, during that time period. It, really, it does a great job. That also does a great job of showing in the, near the end of Isaac and how he responded similar to wait, pointing to how Jesus was going to respond to your will, not my will, right? He, he considered that God was able to raise him, talking about Isaac, from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of the staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave direction concerning his bones. So this is where we get into some new material that I'll dig into in more detail um, on this last half of this chapter. So when we look at uh, some of this, it's, it's kind of fun. I just love digging into other parts of scriptures when we get into the, the teaching. And here we are in verse 20. What is this? I want, I, want to, I want to make sure I get to the right spot here in my teaching. Yeah, there it is. So this will jump to other scriptures, right? This is what I love to do. You can actually turn on scripture references here. I think I showed you that before on this. This is, this is BibleGateway.com. And then you can just kind of dig in instead of just jumping right off, right? So like in, in verse um, 22 here we have Joseph's bones so we can jump to Genesis 50 where it says and Joseph said to his brothers I am about to die but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear saying God surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones from here so again, this was the reason he did that is because of the faith he had of the future of they were going to have this actual home in uh, the promised land, right? And uh, Joseph didn't see that, but his bones were there. Um, here you see Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. For Joseph had made his sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones 
with you from there. So this whole chapter of Hebrew is really getting into the faith everyone had. And even though they didn't achieve it in their lifetimes, many, their descendants did, because they were looking for that future of the promised land, right? And we, and many of them also, were looking to the heavenly home, which is really the beauty, the new Jerusalem, the new earth, the new heaven, right? That's what we're really looking forward to. And so it's just fun to dig in to, to see, to see uh, how all of this massive faith of these, you know, the, the, these, these patriarchs or these uh, past saints that just loved the Lord and believed in him, even though they couldn't see it, and they believed in him, right? By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that a child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edit. edit. So I'm going to go through the rest of this. And uh, we'll come back and dig into chapter, uh, verses uh, 23 through 40 a little bit later. But by faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seen him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and sprinkled blood so the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. Remember that? This is what we talk about. Make sure you're in Goshen during these times, just like they were in Goshen back then, right? Where everything was going on in Egypt, but not in Goshen. And I believe he'll do that for his remnant right now during the shaking of the earth. You just need to be shake, holding onto the kingdom that can't be shaken, which is by, by the way, in chapter 12 of this, <laughs> coming up pretty soon as we get through the Hebrews. And by faith, the people crossed the Red Sea on dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? And time would fail me to tell you about Gideon, uh, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, and of David, of Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the powers of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead for, by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with a sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, and all these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they shall not be made perfect. So, wow. And they didn't get to see Jesus, right? <laughs> we get to read about it in the past. We get to look forward to this heavenly home, right? And also, I think for our descendants, I really believe that even though we're in the last days, there could be, um, you never know, right? This could go on for quite some time where I believe the best is yet to come in our lifetimes. But 
uh, we may be making other generations right um, and be able to see the beauty of what could happen when when we take when, when the remnant takes possession of the earth just think how awesome that could be even if we're not here um, and that's part of what this is all about and and this is going to get right into we're going to end and we'll talk a little bit more about this in, in hebrews 12 1 and 2 where it says therefore since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings to so, to so, so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame as it is seated at the right hand of the throne of god so we'll dig into all that a little bit more let's just worship a little bit more about this before we dig into some of the cross references and how this relates to other books of the Bible. And right now we're going to get into another beautiful song. Again, we're, we're doing some of the same songs we had the last couple weeks because we're digging in and making the sound perfect. This is Graves into Gardens. And so I love this song because uh, of this is so unique. We're talking about bones turning to armies, <laughs> Ezekiel 37, seas turning into highways, you know, talking about the Red Sea. Uh, just uniqueness of the song is fun. Um, so it says, The Lord, there's nothing better than you. You're the only one who can. And that's true. There's so many things where he's the only one who can. Exodus 8.10, that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. In Exodus 8.10, Philippians 3.8 says, I count everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. This song also talks about turn mourning into dancing to get beauty for ashes. Right out of Psalm 30, 11, where it says, You turn me for me, my mourning into dancing. And Isaiah 61 says, To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. And then these unique phrases that this song uses, You turn bones into armies. <laughs> Just think about that. Right out of Ezekiel 37, where it says, So I prophesied, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet. An exceedingly great army. Woo! <laughs> That's turning bones into armies. <laughs> right? And here we have, you turn seas into highways. As Moses did, he stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord drove the sea back. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. Only God can turn bones into armies. Only our Lord can turn seas into highways. And turn graves into gardens. That's what good.
One of our newest songs is called Build My Life. It's a beautiful song that talks about, I will build my life upon your love. It's a firm foundation. I put my trust in you alone and I will not be forsaken. Points a couple verses like John 14, 22. It says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. That's coming up in our next chapter. We're going to study on Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28. Hold on to the Lord's kingdom, the invisible kingdom that can't be shaken like the world can. Besides about worth, worthy of every breath, we live for you, Jesus, the name above every name, the only one who could ever save. It's like I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who will live, but Christ who lives in me. Galatians 2.20 says, Therefore God has highly exalted and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Philippians 2.9. She also talks, this song talks about, Holy, there is no one like you, none beside you. Open my eyes in wonder and show me who you are. <laughs> Beautiful. So that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. In Exodus 8.10 and John 14.9, Jesus said to him, Whoever has seen him, seen me, has seen the Father. It says, fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me, says the song. Ezekiel 36.26 talks about that. And I will give you a new heart and remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Let's celebrate this. Ask the Lord, just build my life. I'm going to build my life around you. Worthy of every song we could ever sing.
shaken. Hebrews 12, 28. We're going to uh, now get back into some more word, but this uh, I think that points this like this, oh wow, those songs about build my life and graves to garden. Now how amazing our Lord is. Um, in fact, he's so amazing that we can uh, celebrate him in his word and in our worship. That's what this is called, word and worship, right? We're celebrating his word in our worship. As we dig into a little bit more to this uh, chapter 11, so the, it kind of culminates in that top half of chapter 12. But let's let's dig in a little bit more as we dig in to um, here in verse 23 when we have each one of these areas. That's kind of interesting. It says, by faith Moses, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. And we're all fearfully and wonderfully made, as was Moses, right? And you'll see here in Exodus 2, 2 through 3, it says, the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child, she hid him for three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took him in the basket made of bulrushes and daubed it with bitumen and pitch. She put the child in a place and among the reeds by the river bank. So we know that whole story, right? But the whole point is that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So most mothers, when they see, what do they see in their child? They see it was a fine child. <laughs> I remember uh, our first child. I thought she was the most beautiful baby ever. And then, I, then about five years later, I went back and saw the baby pictures and when she first came out. It's like a scrunched face and red. It's like, that wasn't what I remembered. It was like, it was like completely different. But we saw we are beautifully, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, as a, that's Psalm 139.14, one of my memory verses. Uh, and Psalm 139.13, by the way, talks about God knitting us together in his womb, right? That uh, he, he formed our inward parts. So we know that uh, that abortion's wrong, right? Because uh, of that there. And then even Jeremiah 1.5, if you go back to that, talks about he knew he knew Jeremiah before he was born, right? And before, and, and so so the, these are things that uh, we, we need to understand that uh, before he was born, he knew us, but also he knit us together in his womb. He formed our inward parts. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. All that happens in the womb. Right? It's very important to understand. So you look at this next thing. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. So that is interesting. When we get into verse 25, choosing rather to be mistreated. Look, Job talks about this. Take care, do not turn to inequity. For this you have chosen rather than affliction. Um, and, and you see here in Psalm 84.10 where it says, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. So you could be in this beautiful tents of wickedness, of, of, of the... I believe it, or you could take that, be a doorkeeper in the house of your God, right? It's uh, much better. And that's what it's talking about the faith that these people had because they knew they were, they, they had a, they were either their descendants or themselves were gonna, both were gonna have a better life, right? In the afterlife themselves, as well as their descendants are gonna be able to, to, to flee, to talk about this. Also, it talks about fleeting pleasures in that verse, right? 
And we see here in 1 John 2, 17, it says, And the world is passing away along with its desires. Whoever does the will of God abides forever. Such a, such a big deal of uh, people chasing the fleeting pleasures, right? Fall into all kinds of sin and mischief and just don't enjoy their lives anyway. And that's why it's so, such a better reward if we do it this way. Um, if you get into verse 26 here, it says, He considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. So again, um, if, if you look at a verse in Philippians 3, 6, and 7, it talks about what, but whatever, you, whatever gain I had, I count as a loss for the sake of Christ. We just referred to this verse in one of the songs we just sang. Indeed, I count everything as a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. And this is the piece that turns into understanding. If you like lose some wealth or um, even even a loved one, right? You know that that uh, as long as you just stay in the in, in run that race marked out for you, you are going to gain Christ, and you're going to be it's going to be a wonderful. And this is what the faith is all about. It's about faith, knowing that no matter how hard your life is, that things are th things are going to be better in the future. Many times uh, we see that in our near term life, right? But uh, we're definitely going to see it with our descendants. We're definitely going to see it in our the kingdom that can't be shaken that we're holding out hope for so so when, when this world this world's shaking right now and it's going to even get worse but we can just have that peace that transcends all understanding in it so so keep that up it says uh, in verse 27 it says by faith he left egypt not being afraid of the anger of the king for he endured as seeing him who is invisible right so it talks about him who is invisible we've well, that in 1 timothy 1 7 to, to the king of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever, amen. So that's what talks about, we, our faith is, you know, it, confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we cannot see. And we can have a, we can have total assurance there and that creates that peace, it creates living by faith, not sight. It creates living in faith and not fear. And when you have love in your heart, it casts out Perfect love casts out fear. Remember, there's no fear in love. So if you ever have fear, well, start loving something. <laughs> Come back to the love of God, right? Uh, it's, it's an easy thing to just get rid of by, by looking at that. By faith, he kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. And obviously that whole, that whole story is powerful. We celebrate Passover right to hear um, some of the some of the seven one of the seven feasts and uh, eat together and celebrate and break bread together and uh but it taught remember when moses he called all the leaders of israel and said go and select lambs for yourself according to the clans and kill the passover lamb and remember jesus is our passover lamb that's what we celebrate now he is our passover lamb so that when the angel of death comes to take people um, to hell, <laughs> he passes us over. I'm sorry, we're, go we're going that way. We're going to the kingdom that can't be shaken. We're going to the kingdom, the, the, the place that's not made with human hands. That's what we're looking for. But they put, they took that and they dipped the blood that in the basin and touched the lintel on the two doorposts with the blood that is in the basin. None of you shall go out of the door until that morning. And uh, it was interesting when Aaron Annas came in, he made an observation 
that on that Passover, you're supposed to stay in. You put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. You're celebrating with your family. You don't go out. But what did what did uh, what did uh, the deceiver, I mean, um, the betrayer do? You know, the first thing he did is he, he went out at night and betrayed Jesus for the thirty pieces of of silver, right? So there it says, none of you shall go out during that time period. That's part of the celebration. For the Lord will pass through and strike the Egyptians. And then he sees the blood on the lintel and the doorpost. The Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to enter the house to strike you. That's why I believe we can be in Goshen, guys. The Lord, a lot of the disasters that are going to be happening, even probably in this country, with all the terrorists we have in this country, right? If you're really close to the Lord, you're part of his remnant, a lot, of, a lot of the disasters that are going to happen, I think, will pass over you and your family because of your faith, right? It's, it's, it's a, it's a, he, did, he did it miraculously in the physical right here in, uh, in, in, the, in, in the book of Exodus, right? During this Passover, Not, all ten plagues didn't touch Goshen, right? You shall observe this right as a statue for you and your sons forever. And when you come, and that's why, that's why we celebrate now. It says sons forever. We're supposed to be doing this, right? So a lot of Christians just ignore the biblical feasts, and that's why we celebrate them here in this channel because um, it, we're told to do so, <laughs> right? It doesn't say when the New Testament comes, this this one's erased, right? Uh, it says forever, and uh, there's obviously a lot of the New Testament new promises. Things are different now, right? But there are some things the biblical feasts I believe we should be keeping, and when you come to the land that the Lord will give you. As he has promised you, you shall keep this service. And when your children say to you, what do you mean by the service you shall say? It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover. And he passed over the houses of the people of Israel in Egypt. Then he struck the Egyptians, but spared our houses. And the people bowed their heads and worshiped. And the people of Israel went and did so, as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. So again, it's pointing to all these key, key events um, and throughout this. Uh, chapter to really show us that hey guys they, these guys gave their absolute faith absolute lives had hard lives but and they didn't even receive that promise of of the promised land until much much later right but their descendants got there and uh, when they are when they are in that cloud of witnesses which is what we're going to read about in chapter 12 we, we read about they got to see it right and from the heaven from the heavenlies and they're going to see also the house not made by hands as we all celebrate that together, as the new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem come. Um, it's gonna be a very exciting time. But you see, see, by faith, Rahab, the prostitute, did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. That obviously brings us back to another story in Joshua 6.25. Here's a summary of it, but Rahab, the prostitute, I mean, Joshua 6.25 says, but Rahab, the prostitute, and her father's household, and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive, and she was lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. So here's a Gentile, non-Jewish person, who through faith saved herself and her whole household. So I want to give you, you know, I know you, a lot of you have friends and family that uh, um, have gone astray, right? So just stay in faith. I believe God will honor sometimes the whole household for certain things, and especially in these rough times, you're holding on to the kingdom that can't be shaken. Your faith could be the thing that makes your household Goshen, right? In these times, I really believe that. 
and Kateri is honoring, he honored Rahab even through her bloodline is Jesus, right? <laughs> a, a, here's a prostitute Gentile whose, whose descendant was Jesus, right? Uh, that is why it doesn't matter what you've done in your life. It doesn't matter what sins you've had in your life. There's white as snow as long as you accept Christ into your heart. Right? And this is part of the beauty of the faith and the peace that you can have. And that's why he gives us all these examples here. Um, I'm going to go to 35, which says, Women received back their dead by resurrection. Could be talking about a lot of things, but one of the, one of the favorite stories that, that that might be pointing to is 1 Kings 17, where Eliza raised the widow's son. Do you remember that? After a son of the woman, the mistress of the house became ill. And this illness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. And she said to Elijah, what have you against me, O man of God? You know, she's the one who gave the flour and, and, the, and, the, and the, last, the last part of the oil and the flour to, to Elijah and uh, helped him live. And then, boom, it just it, 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 the, the food replication. She said she never ran out of the oil, right? Never ran, ran out of the flour. And now, now her son dies. It's like, oh my goodness, you have come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to cause the death of my son. It's interesting that she does take responsibility, knowing that she's a sinful person, right? That's something to really catch on here. And he said to her, give me your son. And he took him from her arms and carried him up into the upper chamber and he, where he lodged and lay him on his own bed. And he cried to the Lord, oh my Lord, my God, have you brought calamity even upon the widow with whom I sojourned by killing her son? Then he stretched himself up on the child three times and cried to the Lord, Oh Lord, my God, let this child's life come into him again. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah. And the life of the child came into him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper chamber into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, See, your son lives. And the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God. And that the word of the Lord is in your mouth is truth. This is important, guys, because remember, Jesus said we are going to do the works that he does. And that greater works than these will he do. Because if we really have faith, and, and especially in the times that are the troubled times that are coming on, what the truth is in our mouth. It's the word of God that's the power. And just like Elisha spoke it here and saw it, Amazing things are going to happen through you if you submit as a vessel and let God's power flow through you and understand that death and life is the power of the tongue, especially when you have authority in Christ. It is very, very important to see how these, these faithful examples are, are for not just for stories, they're for us to understand what God's going to be doing in the latter times. And we're there, guys. We're there. Hold on to that kingdom that can't be shaken and watch God work through you. Just make sure you understand his word, you're in his word, and amazing things are going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to be just awesome. 30, verse 38 gets into, of whom the world has not was not worthy. They're talking about, they went about in skins and sheeps and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated. You know, they talked about they were stoned. All these things were happened. Of whom the world was not even worthy wandering about in the deserts and mountains and the dens and caves of the earth. There's so many examples here, but a couple of them in 1 Samuel 22 talks about David in the cave, right? David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down 
there to him. Remember, David's running away from Saul all those all those times, but he had faith. Jesus, I mean, uh, the God told him that he was going to be king, and it happened. But he didn't rush it. He let it happen in the timing of God, not his own timing. He could have killed Saul many times, and he didn't. And here's another example in 1 Kings 18. And when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them in by fifties in caves and fed them with bread and water. So you see the, the, the trials and tribulations that we will have sometimes. Um, but keep the faith because amazing things are gonna be happening in God's timing, right? Um, and then I, then I look at this is, and it says, and all those, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised. So it might not, some, some of these promises might not happen in your lifetime, but man, just to see, think about your kids and your grandkids and how amazing things could be if we have this cabal out of the way, right? Just think about what could happen if the, if the remnant actually took, took possession of the land, like uh, we talked about in Psalms 2, 8, and 9, right? Psalms 2, 8, ask of me. Now make the, make the earth your heritage and the ends of the earth your, your possession. It's like, whew. Since God had provided something better for us, right? And this, if you look, look at uh, um, another part of Hebrews, this this is kind of goes back to chapter eleven. That's right. I, I wanted to go to chapter twelve to, to to kind of wrap this teaching up today. And before we get into some more music, this is uh, one of my memory verses as well. Is, is Hebrews twelve one, and the reason is is because just understand. I believe that when people die, they're going to be in the cloud of witnesses, right? They're going to be able to see the beautiful things that are happening. Uh, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. That's what this whole chapter 11 is talking about. It gives you all the examples, all, all these people from Abraham, all the, the father of our faith, all the way through these definite examples about how they ran the race that was marked out for us and they didn't let the sin entangle them. They got something to end. The Bible's very clear about that. But let us throw off that sin and really cling to the Lord and run the race that's been marked out for us. And how do we do that? We look to Jesus, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. So we talk about this whole chapter on faith, right? Who's, gonna, who's the founder of it? Who's the perfecter of it? It's Jesus. For the joy was set before him, endured the cross for you, despising the shame and seated at the right hand of the throne of God. So now we get to look forward to that throne. We're going to be there together with our loved ones in the future. And uh, that's that kingdom that can't be shaken that we're going to be holding on to, that this next chapter is going to be digging into. So with it, let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate this kingdom that can't be shaken and continue to just, uh, just, just uh, talk about how great our God is. And, uh, and, and Annette, would you mind reading this again? I love to. How great thou art, sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8.2 O Lord, my God, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by, and by the breath of his mouth, and all their hosts. 
Psalm 33:6, made the earth and created man on it. It was my hands that stretched out the heavens. Isaiah 45, 12. Mm -hmm. That God his son sent him to die. He bled and died to take away my sin. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord, Ephesians 3, 10, 11. Amen. On the cross, my burden gladly bearing, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my joke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my joke is easy and my burden is light. And please Matthew 11, 
God, he is a great God. And we need to put him first. And that's what this whole next song is about. It's about um, understanding that, I was talking about this, and this is how you'll be used as a vessel for God, is by just putting him first. If you say, I, 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 first things first, I, I seek your will, not my own. That's the start of this, right? Matthew 6, 13 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119, 105, those are two of my memory verses. I think you really enjoy those. It just gets them in your heart. The song talks about to turn your truth, walk your ways. All my desires are first. That's what we want, right? Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one comes to the Father except through me in John 14, 6. And the world is passing away along with its desires. Whatever does the will of God abides forever. The song song all talks about, and the third verse we emphasize says, All things I held dear, what to do if they all disappear? Riches and fame never satisfy, and what would I gain if my soul is the price? That's why Matthew 6, 19 says, Do not lay up for treasures on earth, lay up treasures in heaven. For what will it profit a man if he goes the whole world and forfeits his soul? Gain the whole world and support his soul. That would be Matthew 16 there. And the last verse that we emphasize in this song is, I don't want to love what the world loves or chase what the world does. I only want you. Do not love the world for the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's 1 John 2.15. And for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. So let's not live in the world. Let's overcome the world because he's overcoming. He talks about that, right? So let's just be consumed by all the things that I've held dear, the vanities that whispered in my ear. What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy. I've come to find they never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't wanna love what the world loves I don't wanna chase what the world does I only want you I only want you First things first, I seek your will
way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, Jesus said. All right, before we get into that, I just wanted to see if anybody had any comments about some of the teaching or anything they wanted to share. That would be awesome. I want to invite you to be a bigger part of this ministry. And the way you do that is you just go to blessedteach.com. That's the website, right, that we had for the show. We're kind of reworking that to be more of a ministry site going forward. But you'll find everything there. Uh, all the notes that I showed you will be there. Um, again, at, at blessedteach.com, at the front page, you can get to the show notes. And again, every Tuesday, I put those out from the Friday and Sunday teaching as well. As uh, You'll get show notes every Tuesday through Friday for all the links and and uh, also a summary of the show for each time. I think you'll really enjoy that. So again, go to blessedteach.com is where you'll find everything. I'm just going to show you that right now. Um, again, the and, and the other place is really the our Facebook replacement platform. And so, um, but you can get there from blessedteach.com. So if you just go blessedteach.com and you grab the menu, you can see. Well, the first first in the front page is where you sign up for show, show notes, right? That's a way to get real involved. Um, but come backstage with us. You saw the people with the cameras on just worshiping. I just love it. Thank you for Monica coming on. She's a big part of why we have this studio. We have um, um, Shuri and Annette and Linda. And I think there's a new person. Thank you for joining us here. That's that's also backstage with her camera on. Uh, Laura, I guess it is. And the many others are backstage without their cameras on. That's fine. But just come backstage. This is where you can be on Zoom with those great patriots every Tuesday and Wednesday. You can be worshiping with us Mondays and Thursdays on Praise and Prayer, where we hear praise reports all the time. And then on Friday and Sunday, we do Word and Worship, which we're doing right now. So uh, we'd love to have you come backstage with us. Also, the neighborhood is, is where you would actually see uh, the Facebook replacement platform. You can see right here, neighborhood.social. You can just go straight to that, create an account just like Facebook, and then boom, you just get your feed, you have friends, and they're like-minded people that are Christian patriots. We call it the Christian Impactor Platform. It's where you can do Zooms uh, with other like-minded people. Um, and they, they, we do weekly all kinds of groups there. We also, you can just chat with other Christian patriots. It's where our home is for interacting with each other, right? Um, it's neighborhood.social. And that's also where I put my blog where, of, of, of God speaking to me. That's where a lot of people are putting um, discussion and blogs and forms of uh, different declarations. Um, that's where, uh, so a lot of people doing doing exciting things. There's also fun things like quizzes and and uh, uh, polls and live videos here. So you can come take some quizzes. You can create your own quizzes. Um, so all kinds of stuff that I think would be fun. Here's a quiz on the birth of Jesus. All, all this on the neighborhood.social. So again, all this you can find from blessedteach.com. You see down the link down below in, in the lower third there. Um, there's also a store. Do some Christmas shopping. Um, that right here, there's Patriot stores as well as natural health stores. A lot of there's like like 30 to 40 different companies, and I'm adding some more. So go go check that out. We have training. We're going to have a deliverance training soon. We have the Impactor for Truth course now to help you find what your path is with your spiritual gifts. Again, you'll, I think you'll really enjoy that. If you really want to become a partner, hit the donations tab. And uh, what we're doing with partners, and uh, there's kind of three ways you can text GIVE to 833-209-2393. There's also just a QR code there you can see to get to it really quickly. Um, but God talked to me about this and said, I was not having this uh, set up. I was delaying the reaping of people <laughs> so so he reprimanded me here on september 11th 
and we put this partner together program because of what the Lord wanted us to do. And then we, so we're going to have, a, if you're just giving even a dollar a month to this ministry, we're going to actually give you exclusive ministry updates, and you're going to have a prayer team that's praying for you by name for you and your family. Um, and then more importantly, you're planting into God's kingdom. We have a big vision here and mission and expansion plans that are all over here uh, to counter all the financial attacks and all the censorship that we've had. Um, and we're gonna really get into preparation for revival and the harvest and helping hurting people with our with our groups, even having in-person in events. So we have a lot of training that's gonna be in these groups uh, of people. The idea is that all these hurting people, that once they get awake, they're gonna be shocked. And many of them are gonna be sick physically and, and they're gonna be mentally hurting from a lot of the pain that the, the cabals caused. We're gonna be there with groups that understand deliverance, understand how to how to uh, pray for healing and pray for um, transformation and really build disciples. So we got a lot of plans. We'd love for you to become a partner in this ministry. So uh, just uh, click on that um, uh, QR code with your camera. Just look at the camera, it'll just show you exactly there. Or text GIVE to 833-209-2393. So if any, anybody backstage or anybody wants to share anything, that would be fine. Or ask a question about any of the teaching, that would be fine. I always open it up to the end for anybody that wants to talk at all. Um, otherwise, we'll just go into one last song as we wrap this up. I just want to say thank you guys so much for, for coming and worshiping. Um, most importantly is we are uh, really focused on preparing not only for this great harvest of the hurting that are going to be coming to us, but also preparing right now, preparing you um, to be one of the remnant where God will flow through you, right? That's why we have the Impact for Truth course, and uh, that's why we're pouring a lot into the training on deliverance as well. Um, a lot of times just healing past wounds is where, where these spirits will attach to, and we want to heal those wounds and get people free. Set the captives free is what the Bible talks about, right? So a lot of this, uh, this is gonna be about setting the captives free. And uh, that's what we're gonna get into. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to one last song, guys, before we wrap her up on this Friday night. Um, or, you're, or if you're listening to this on Saturday, um, um, yeah, I hope you just enjoy this beautiful music. And uh, also, give me some feedback about the sound. We're, we're about ready to replicate this sound that I did on these last five songs to 37 songs, right? And going to 40 plus. So the sound, when somebody's reading, yeah, has been adjusted as well as the sound when we're going live. Uh, maybe a little loud um, with this new computer system and the, that we just went live with today. So we're doing a bunch of testing tonight. You're part of the test. <laughs> so let us know what does, how the sound is on Zoom, how the sound is on Rumble, right? Um, I, I think I had a few people, let me just read these real quick. Uh, good, good evening, uh, good morning for us, it says in, in England. Um, I think that's a die from England talking there. Uh, Thank you for this show. It uplifts me when I feel sad, says KYZ Rumble. Thank you for being here, KYZ Rumble. Um, thank you for your patience. Good, good evening, everyone. The sound is good, says Monique. Uh, 23 in Rumble. Um, good, so, so, that, so we're gonna just wanna get it to where I used to have to adjust it, play it louder when we were reading the scriptures and then softer when the song came on and so I put everything at 100% and, and the videographer is adjusting the sound so I so the producers and me won't have to do anything um, pretty soon we're gonna have producers going live remoting in to my machine 
so that they can change all the scenes and I can just worship versus having to come back and forth. You see me all the time and, and flipping people up on the screen and all that. Uh, we're really looking forward to that new new avenue. And plus, um, as revival hits us, which God told us it's going to, um, we want to have a 7x24 type of operation here with Doesn't Need Me, um, where we could have other people facilitating this great music and um, facilitating people coming on with their testimonies, facilitating people actually be able to talk about what, what's going on. Uh, it's a set sound is even, no fluctuations as KYZ Rumble. Thank you for the feedback. I appreciate that. That's awesome. So uh, it was really blown away Facebook and Rumble in, in the past with the old machine and the old machine was overheating and the, the fan noise would come on because it was a laptop that was near my, and now I've got a, I've got what's called a Mac Studio where the, the, the machine's away, the, and the fan is away from my microphone now and uh, it's got more memory in it. So praying that this is our final configurations for a beautiful studio that we have here. Thank you for those who have been invested in that and this is ministry so we can have this. Um, with that, we're going to dig into uh, one more song that we've sung quite a bit lately, but it's, again, it's the one that we have the sound tuned in on. So again, let me know how the sound is as we get into this last song. Um, all right, let's dig in here. This has opened the eyes of my heart, Lord. I mean, this is what we all want, right? Just to, just to get really close to Him. And Ephesians 1.18 talks about that. It says, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened. Isn't that what we want? That you may know what is the hope to which He's called you. That's why we have the Impactor for Training, Impactor for Truth training on backstage. Just like, I just, I'm sorry, blessedteach.com. Go to the trading tab. It's going to help you understand what your calling is. You do a spiritual gift test. You also be able to um, ask for other gifts that you may want. God loves to give gifts, right? And then what are you passionate about? And we put it all, all together and say, this is your calling. It tells you in Ephesians, all through Ephesians 1 through 4, what you're, what's your calling? Walk in it. You'll enjoy life so much better if you're walking in the calling God has for you, right? The perfect, pleasing, good will of God. Woo! This song talks about to see you high and lifted up, shine in the light of your glory. For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. For those Isaiah 57, 15. And he was transfigured before them. Talking about Jesus. And his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. And that's shining in the light of the glory. And that happened here on this earth. Talk about pouring out your power and love. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working in his great might? That's why it's important, guys, right now to get close to him, because he's going to be showing his power right to us. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. We talk about perfect love casting out fear. We're going to live by faith and not fear. This song also talks about as we sing, holy, holy, holy. In the Old Testament and the New Testament has that all over the place. Isaiah 6, 3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. And Revelation 4, 8 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Woo! So let's sing about Him, this holy God. And pour out His power and love. That we can see in high and up, shine the light of His glory. Thank you, Lord, for lighting in our heart.
So many more songs we can do this for a long time, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's been been at six, six forty-five. Wow, um, what a beautiful time! And and we again we went through Hebrews chapter eleven. We're going to go through chapter twelve on Sunday, and that is uh, really gets into the kingdom that can't be shaken. So don't miss that. That'll be Sunday at ten a.m. So have a great uh, Saturday. Have uh, and join us at ten a.m. CST on Sunday morning where we'll do word and worship one more time, this time getting into chapter 12. Looks like uh, looks like a, a, maybe this isn't uh, too loud, so I'll go back and listen to this on Rumble as well. Um, looks like the I was blown away the, the backstagers and earlier configurations, <laughs> as well as uh, some on Facebook. So hopefully we've got the sound dialed in and we'll have all, all 30, 40 of our songs uh, ready to roll as we go forward. Um, you guys are awesome. I cannot wait to spend more time with you digging into the Word of God um, every Friday and Sunday and then doing the same um, when we just worship with these beautiful songs on Mondays and Thursdays with praise and prayer. And get to hear the great praise reports. It was so awesome on Thursday if you missed some of that. We had praise reports from Charlotte and Shuri and Annette and Elizabeth. It was just awesome. And then to be able to pray for you too, specific prayers for those hurting um, on Rumble or the backstage or so. We got a lot of prayer and, and remember coming in agreement and using our authority and power in Jesus' name is amazing. And that's what I'm going to do right now as we close the service. Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for everyone listening to my voice. May you bring unity, a bond of peace, and a spirit of unity into their families. We've asked for that spirit of peace and the bond of unity you talk about in Ephesians 4 also to come to the body of Christ and specifically into this ministry. May the Holy Spirit fire fall down on this ministry and everyone that touches it, Lord. And thank you. Thank you for the Jesus. And we talked about this in chapter 11 and for chapter 12, Lord, we're going to the kingdom that can't be shaken and that Jesus has allowed us tore that veil from top to bottom so that we can have access to the Holy of Holies directly through Jesus. How amazing. The name above all names. And by that name, the name of all names, we pray right now and by the blood he shed for us. By the power and authority you give us in his blood and his name, we call on the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world that are leading this cabal. We call it and try, trying to take us off our path, Lord. We call that, we bind those rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world. We thank you for binding the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Lord, we, we loose the angels of all rankings and divisions to come down and help us stay on our path and bring truth, your truth, Lord, and to decimate the spirit of deception that's across this land. And you bring truth back into the media. You bring truth back into all seven mountains of culture influence. And this truth destroys and decimates the spirit of deception across this land that we're seeing everywhere. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we call in, we loose the line of Judah to come down for justice. We cannot wait to see us as a remnant being empowered by you, Lord. We submit to you as vessels. Use us in a mighty way for your kingdom. We love you, Lord. We say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. We appreciate you all being here. Um, and we tell you what, uh, let's ask all the backstagers to unmute and say goodbye. 
Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. You guys have a good one. Good weekend. Shalom. 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 Bye. Bless. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.